Well, hello and welcome to So Talk to Me. Hi. I thought I'd add the dot dot dot, but silently. Ellipses. Yeah, there it you go. Good. It worked. Thanks. Yeah. I thought so. I just need to put Talk to Me in all caps. All right. Yeah. So, how's it going? It's going good. It's going. It sure is. <laughs> Lots of things are going all over the place. Going, going, fun. going. So what's going? What What's going, like, right now? In your life. In my life. What well, was going in your day today? Uh, lots of things were going. This is weird. I don't like keeping this up. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, it was, yeah, it was good morning. You had a meeting this morning, so you were out for a little while, so hung out with the kids for a few hours this morning. Um, that was nice. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Dig it. Then uh, went into work, and I've been on my feet all day. Um, I've clocked in like 16 miles, according to my Fitbit. Which is pretty crazy. It's that, pretty awesome. It does not happen ever. <laughs> it's usually like a third of that. But yeah, that's pretty cool. So my my legs are probably going to be sore tomorrow. That'll be fun. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, doing good. Staying really, busy. you think so? I mean, even though you do like weightlifting and stuff, you think your legs are going to be sore? I mean, it's it's a different uh, it's a different set of muscles. It's not just like yeah, the weightlifting. I do squats, and so like you know, my thighs definitely get a workout, but not so much like my shins. Yeah, you know, so like I can already feel when I walk around, like okay, uh, yeah, gotcha. these are some other muscles that I just don't use as often. So yeah, it's been a good day. It's gone by pretty fast, just because I've been. Busy, hey there's that word again. Um, <laughs> but no, it's it's been good. Yeah. How's your day been? What you been up to? Good. I had my meeting this morning, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, it's a pretty chill day. It rained. Yep. Which made which it like hot and muggy. Was, it was super nasty outside. Oh, well, I mean, I was inside, so I didn't experience mm-hmm. that part. Mm-hmm. But- <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Just but... I just, I like when it's rainy outside. Okay. I Okay. Disclaimer. I like when it's rainy outside. I like a rainy day when there hasn't been one in a while. That okay. Makes sense. Um, if it's like raining multiple days in a row, then that's mm-hmm. annoying to me. But <laughs> okay. I like a rainy day. Why is that? Every now and then. Um, and it, it just makes me want to like get all cuddly and cozy and like watch a movie. Uh, and I don't know. I like, I like all those things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, but if it's like that for several days, then I'm just like, stop raining so I can go outside and yeah. do something. Yep. Cool. So yeah, it, was, it didn't rain for, you know, a super long time, but enough to, it's what we needed, basically. Yeah. It hadn't rained in a while, and it's been hot. And the well, rain has cooled it off a little. Yeah, it cooled down a little bit this week. The mornings have been pretty nice, actually. 
So your scooter ride to work has been nice. It has, actually. <laughs> it's felt really good. Now, like you said, it definitely warms up by the middle of the day. But the mornings are nice. Have been, at least. And the days are getting shorter, so it's actually dark outside at like 8 o'clock. I know. Which is crazy. We need to start like eating dinner earlier so we that we do. can get the kids down earlier mm-hmm. for bed. That's a good idea. So that, yeah. Yeah, they can move back. Because they also, I mean, like this morning, they got up later than they usually do. Of course, was it the morning before that? Or I don't know, sometime this week. Ollie was up super early. Like he was up earlier than I was. Yeah. And I say super early. So to all of you out there who have kids, I'm sorry. Monday or Tuesday? I don't remember. remember. But it was weird. Yeah. It probably was Tuesday, actually. Um, He just came like knocking on our door at like six something in the morning. Yeah. I want to wake up. Okay. (laughs) Let's go downstairs. All righty then. Um. Yeah, I recognize that that's not super early for a lot of parents. Uh, Our kids just tend to sleep in a lot better than other kids that I've heard of. So I recognize that we're just spoiled. Their normal wake-up time is around like 7.30. Right. Yeah, exactly. So now that it... Well, actually, maybe it was probably a combination of it just being overcast today. Um but also maybe the sun coming up a little bit later that Josie didn't get up to like 7.30, 7.45. Yeah. So that was cool. She's more like you in that she likes to get up earlier and mm-hmm. when she's up, like she's up and ready yeah. to go and do stuff. And Ollie and I are more alike in that we like to sleep and we're grumpy for a while <laughs> after we get up takes us a while to really wake up and get acclimated to the day. So yeah. It's funny what they've gotten from us. So yeah. Anything interesting going on in and uh, I don't know, the interwebs or No, oh, yeah. Just news. I don't there's know. The, yeah, there's lots of stuff going on oh, actually. Okay. I mean, I know that there's been like a lot of flooding around Texas. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, a lot of, of course, there's the hurricane that came in. The Bahamas are pretty much destroyed. Super sad. Um, yeah. Okay. So there was this tweet by Union Seminary. Okay. What is that? A seminary. Well, yeah, but in like. America. Like, where is that? I don't know. Oh. I've heard of it before, but I don't remember the context, so it's probably been pretty weird for a while um, based, on, based on this tweet. So it's, a tweet, so it's a picture of a bunch of potted plants, like basically in a stage area with a bunch of college students sitting around it. So the tweet says, Today in chapel, we confessed to plants. Together, we held our grief, joy, regret, hope, guilt, and sorrow in prayer, offering them to the beings who sustain us, but whose gift we too often fail to honor. What do you confess to the plants in your life? Plants I can't sustain even read that last you? sentence. Well, I mean, they, they give us air to breathe, right? 
Because God designed it that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's like our life doesn't depend on plants. It, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think they take it too far. Like, yeah, sure. We need plants to live. Um, but you're right. I think you're getting at the deeper point. Like, we thank God for plants. We don't thank plants for doing what God, plants like, do. Like, <laughs> God created the plants and he created you. Yeah. The plants didn't give you life. Right. That's not how you were born. Yeah. That's not. What? Yeah, just exactly. <laughs> it's, it's like this is crazy new age stuff. Um, oh, my goodness. It, it's hard to like even know where to start because it's just like, wait, is this a joke? Like, is this serious? Is this really happening right here? I couldn't even. Is this the onion? I've read this. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I've read this like 10 times and I still could not read that last sentence with a straight face. What do you confess to the plants in your life? I mean, it just like, what? Confessing to plant, like, what? I'm sorry, I forgot to water you yesterday. (laughs) Please forgive me. And you give me so much life and I don't even care about you. I just step on you because you're in my lawn. It's funny. I was actually thinking about this the other day, how like I am horrible at keeping plants alive. Okay. Great at keeping humans alive (laughs) and animals. Um, But plants, they don't last in my house. Mm -hmm. Please don't ever gift me a plant because it will die (laughs) because I won't take care of it because I'll forget. It it just doesn't work. I mean, I've gifted me. you plants before, and you like it. Flowers or plants. Well, yeah, but I don't have to like keep those alive. Like yeah. those are meant to only like be alive for a week or so, and then you know they die, Beauty and you fades. throw them out. Like whatever. Like you're not supposed to plant a bouquet of flowers and try and keep them alive. That's not the point. Mm-hmm. But like a potted plant, I just can't keep them alive. Yeah. Because I just don't care. (laughs) But humans. You need to confess that. And animals, I care about. So I will keep them alive and I will do it well. But plants are just plants. Yeah. No, plants are people too. No. Apparently. They're people. That's not a hashtag that exists, and it should never exist. <laughs> it might exist after something like this, that like a seminary, not only that a seminary did, but were proud enough to tweet about it and encourage other people to do the same. Okay, so I didn't even know this until I brought up this particular article, but apparently they followed it up, okay, with like a 10 tweet like reply. I'm going to read some of this. I'm not going to read it all. Uh, So it says, we've had many questions about yesterday's chapel um, conducted by as a part of some class, um, but it's called extractivism, like extra activism, a ritual slash liturgical response. In worship, our community confessed the harm we've done to plants, speaking directly in repentance. So yeah, talking to, uh, this is a beautiful ritual. So they doubled down. They were like, no, this is awesome. This is this great. This is someone who and has taken the whole like 
global warming scenario to the like nth degree i mean it didn't talk about that particular i mean maybe i but i mean what else are they like confessing to the plants that they don't appreciate them enough because they give us life like that they're not taking care of the earth well enough like that that's what i'm thinking that's true Anyways, Activists. keep going if you must. Right. I mean, there's not, they're not actually making a difference. They're just confessing and playing. Um, okay, so, so this actually deals directly with us. So if you're poking fun, we'd ask only that you also spend a couple moments asking, do I treat plants and animals as divinely created beings? What harm do I cause without thinking? How can I enter into new relationship with the natural world? Is eating plants wrong? Like th- this completely. Am I murdering a plant when I eat it? No, it gives you life. I don't know. I I don't know. I I'm so no confused idea. by this. Like that last question in particular. In how can you enter into a new relationship with the natural world? Um, that completely confuses the idea of personhood. Like you, we can't. have dominion. Yeah, that's our relationship, right? It, but like, what? Enter into new relation. Like that implies personhood. Plants are not persons. Things are not persons. There's a difference between that, and that like you don't. If you talk you, to a plant, just well, apparently they do. You don't they develop confess, a confess. relationship. With a plant. And this is a seminary. Can you imagine the seminary, seminary students that are coming out of this? I don't. Like. I don't get pastors it. Pastors and all that stuff coming out. Missionaries. Why? Today we're going to confess to plants because we don't appreciate. Like. Okay, What's next? The kernel. The little kernel of like. Like truth here is that we don't um, properly like recognize the blessings that God gives us. Right. But that's not something There's that, a fair point there. Right. Like, you could talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But. Confessing this, to a potted plant? That's idolatry. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Repenting to a plant. <laughs> that's idolatry. I just, like, I feel, I feel like I'm trying to explain how crazy is this, this is, and I'm literally just saying what they are doing over and over and over again. It's so self-explanatorily ridiculous. And I still don't get it. Like, who makes this up? That's a good question, actually. I wonder who it was. Like, was it that professor of that class or what? Who was just like, this is a great idea. But this then is what other people do. obviously got on board to allow that to happen. social media team apparently loves it. It's a beautiful ritual. I'd, what? I want to, like, look more into this quote-unquote seminary. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So their, their final tweet in, the, in that thread says, Change isn't easy. It's no simple business to break free from comfortable habits and thoughts. But if we do not change, we will perish. And so will plants and animals God created and called good. We must learn, excuse me, we must lean into this discomfort. God waits for us there. So are we supposed to like invite ficuses in to sit with us during the worship service and hold their hand and pray with them? Mm. And 
Let's take a moment to thank <laughs> the plants for their life-giving substance. Stand up, plants. <laughs> we want to thank you. We will wave your, your fronds in the air. Life-sustaining oxygen that you give off. And your not-so-delicious leaves that we have to eat if we want to stay like, healthy. You realize that plants don't just do that. They do that because God commands it so, and so it happens. Yes. Yeah, it's their natural existence. Like, right? There is. They no, didn't make a, like a subconscious decision. Exactly. There is no to will give off oxygen <laughs> because there's no person. It just, I just like thank the person who made the plant, not not subconscious conscious itself. It just, I, I'm so. What is that? I feel like I feel like that uh, that woman from Clue. How does she say? It? The, the feel it's red and it's burning <laughs> a burning burning red now i want to watch clue again i think we've talked about clue like 10 times on this podcast it's just a fantastic movie oh my goodness um anyways okay so that that was fun yeah i agree <laughs> sometimes twitter is good for something <laughs> For laughing at no, I just oh my uh, goodness, it's so cringy. I don't get it. Like, like imagine if you were in that class. Well, I mean, I don't. You know, photos can be not doctored, but like you know, you could take a a picture where you only capture the kids who are really into it. Um, so I don't know, but it seemed like the people in that picture were fully engaged in repenting to plants. <laughs> the beautiful ritual of plant repentance. What the what the dump. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I would do in that situation. Yeah. Probably just stand there. Probably laugh. Like super wide-eyed like yeah. what the crap Okay, is happening? Michael Scott. <laughs> where's our real teacher? Is it 420? Have you been smoking <laughs> something? Like what's happening? Now let's thank our blunts. <laughs> Smoke them if you got them. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, buddy. I. Wow. That's all that I got. That's everything. All right. So yeah. Well, that was fun. Uh huh. <laughs> what else do you need to repent to? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how to segue from that into our like actual topic because that's just nuts. Now, are, can we repent to microchips? Microchips for all the all the electronics that we use that we take for granted, even when they run slow, as divinely created beings. Maybe it has to be a. I don't know. I wonder if I they know. would want so you to weird. repent to your dog or your cat. I don't know. I just, oh man. Do we have to keep talking about this? I, I'm sorry. It just keeps running through because my head. It, I just don't think we should give it any more. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Any more thought. Well <laughs> then. <so> r- <laughs> We're done. Dumb. Put that one away. Wrap it in a bag and put it in the little... And light it on fire. In front of someone's <laughs> house. 
Anyways. Okay. So I was, um, you know, just whatever it's called. Scanning, scro- scrolling. That's scrolling. what it's called. Mm-hmm. Scrolling through the Facebook mm-hmm. today, like I usually do. And I came across this picture that was pretty convicting. I'm going to try to explain it because obviously, you know, y'all can't see what I'm talking about. Nope. Um, so there's, it's like a sheet of paper and there's, a box at the top and the the top box says someone offends me and then there are like two arrows going different directions of like basically like the different scenarios you can different options different options there you go right um so it's a flow chart right is what it is okay so someone offends me the the one way you can go down or option you can go down is tell people all about it and then the listeners begin to think less of my offender they join me in speaking negative negatively about my offender and then i have successful or i have succeeded in causing others to sin creating division in relationships making myself more upset by rehashing the details over and over directly knowingly and willfully disobeying God's word by reacting accordingly to my flesh rather than submitting to the spirit. And then the other direction is, or go directly to God in prayer. He listens to me and gives me his better perspective. I feel peace. The need to vent to others is gone. I have honored God by valuing unity over the very temporary pleasure of gossiping, gaining sympathy or gaining sympathy from others. This was really convicting to me mm-hmm. um, because I I know I've totally done this before, um, like just gotten in some spat, argument, disagreement, whatever with someone on the internet and then taking it to someone else or even another group and been like, this person said this, this, and this. Like, that's crazy. How can they think that? And then, you know, others join in with me. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Why would they blah, 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 blah. They're crazy. Blah, 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 blah. You know. Have you seen this other thing that they did too? Exactly. Yes. Of course they would react that way because look at all these other bad things they've done. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. And I have seen that time and time and time again on social media. Just, you know, someone exactly like I just said gets into an argument and then brings that argument just venting into another group and everyone just joins together and... Basically gossiping and slandering this mm-hmm. other person that said person was arguing with. So, I wanted to talk about venting. All right. Is venting okay? Is it not okay? Is it, Can it ever be done in an appropriate way? What is venting? It's a good question. And what is it not? 
Um, so there were a few scenarios that I came up with in my head. What comes to mind is definitely your intent mm-hmm. behind venting. Obviously, because it's a hard issue. Yeah. <laughs> like everything else. Um, so your intent matters. Uh, the way that you vent matters. And whether it is about a person or just a situation, mm-hmm. I think makes a big difference. Um, so for instance, like, I don't know, say we were just going through a really hard, I don't know, financial time and I was super stressed out and something, I don't know, one of the kids broke something valuable that we would definitely have to replace, but we don't have the money. Like if I came to you or even someone else and was just like, this is such a hard time. Like we, we can't afford this. We can't like, would that be wrong for me to do that? Uh, I, I don't, think so necessarily i mean okay if it's a heart issue i mean there's definitely other ways that you could go about it um you know referring the flow chart referring to the flow chart um you know the alternative that it gives is still definitely applicable like going to god God first first, yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. and kind of recognizing that but i mean i think um you know generally you ask people how they're doing and uh, it's not always, but especially like with good friends, that's an invitation for you to kind of like share, you know, what's, what's going, going on, on in your life. Right. Yeah. So I don't think it's, nece- it's, I don't think it's wrong to share difficult times or hardships or things like that. Um, I mean, I haven't thought about this very much. Surprise, surprise. We didn't uh, plan this a, a lot ahead of time. <laughs> um, but I mean, I I can see the benefit. Now, this is totally like pragmatic. Like, I'm not, I I'm not necessarily thinking of like particular scriptures don't come to mind. Like, obviously, gossip is sinful. Okay, right. so that's well. That's and in the scenario I gave, but I'm not talking about about a person. A person. I'm right. talking about a situation. Right. Frustration with the situation. Um. I mean, recognizing that it comes from the hand of God, that God is sovereign. I think goes a long way in like helping you to deal with that and, mm-hmm. and you know, leading you the right way yeah. to deal with that. But I don't think necessarily like, I don't think just talking about it and talking about your reaction and your frustration is a bad thing. I mean, I think that allows other people also to speak into your life, to share scripture with you, to share their, um, their own personal circumstances and things to encourage you. It mm-hmm. allows, it gives other people the opportunity to encourage you in scripture. Um, so, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that it's always wrong. I, I can see the benefits of just like, um, even just, uh, verbally processing, you know what yeah. I mean? Sometimes, sometimes I it's... am a verbal processor. So, <laughs> okay, well, there you go. So I, I think, I don't think that's a bad thing 
to do that now i mean like the, so you just identified yourself as a verbal processor i think mm-hmm. if you if you turn that into a crutch like oh i need to talk to someone about this or else i'm not going to be able to you know deal with it well right. like okay you've just like given yourself a way to possibly wander into sin you know in sinful attitudes and invite others to do the same um and giving yourself like a get out of jail free card for it like i have to do this because i'm a verbal processor you know what i mean like like that could definitely go a bad way um but i i don't know that i would say that it's always sinful um you know talking about situations that didn't go the way that you want them to go I don't think that's wrong. Uh, I think that happens all the time. I just think it's, if we love God, like we have to recognize um, that his ways his are not His sovereignty over yeah. the situation. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so even our difficult times should uh, lead us back to that truth. Mm-hmm. And we ought to have faith. I'm not saying we all have perfect faith. I'm not, you know, I don't say that to shame anyone who, uh, you know, doesn't feel that way. Like it's no, like, of course we, we all don't feel that way sometimes, yeah. but, um, I'm trying to think of a nice way to say this, <laughs> uh, but our, our feelings shouldn't be fueling what we believe, mm-hmm. right? It should, it should come from what we believe. So I don't know. There's some initial thoughts. What do you think? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I agree that I don't think um, venting is necessarily always wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I think it definitely depends on your intent with it. Um, your um, the words that you use, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, and um, whether it's about a person or a just a situation. Um, now there are are ways you can talk about maybe something you're going through, a hard time you're going through with another person to someone else that I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it venting. Like if you're, like if I came to you and was telling you about a really hard discussion that I had with someone and it like really hurt me. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on the way that I was talking about it, I think would define whether it was like venting or just, just telling you my feelings yeah. and seeking encouragement and direction. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's a difference like with, with your intent and the way you talk about it, that it goes from venting to just a sincere, like seeking direction. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Um. So it's, and it's, I think it's kind of hard. Sometimes, sometimes we just intentionally ignore it um, to, see the difference between that ow, that and gossip sorry yeah. I just hit the, my hand just hit the table um and so we 
slip into gossip either unintentionally or intentionally just yeah. ignoring um so but the way that i see it mostly especially when someone just comes like right out and is like okay i just i need to to vent about something real quick and i know this is like i don't know whoever they're talking to this is a good place to do it you know like that kind of sends a couple red flags okay. in my mind. Yeah. One because they it seems like they are like intentionally just trying to get out frustration mm-hmm. to other people. Yeah. Um and I'm not just talking about a one-on-one like conversation. I'm talking about like whole Facebook groups with hundreds of people. Like, yeah, you're venting your frustration to hundreds of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a big difference between a one-on-one conversation and a hun- hundreds of people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, because, yeah, it it just the intent seems like yeah, you're just trying to get out of frustration and get other people frustrated with you so that you feel validated for your frustration. Like that's kind of what that says to me. Yeah. Yeah. Th- I think that's a really good word to put on it. They want validation because mm-hmm. why else would you go to a group? Right. Like why? I mean, if <laughs> like, if you're wanting to vent just to process, like pull up, Microsoft Word and just type it out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the fact that you put it on the internet for hundreds of people to see mm-hmm. is like, and and I mean like this is super common. I'm not trying to, you know, like call right. one person out. Like this is what most of Twitter is, is right. subtweets. You know, like I'm. I'm and I'm, specific, yeah. I'm specifically talking about when someone's like venting about a person. Um, Now, if someone's like, hey, I need to vent, like there's this situation and I'm trying to like think through it, I think there's definitely a difference. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, I think if you're going to do that, you definitely have to be careful if there are other people involved in the situation that you don't name them, obviously, um, Mm -hmm. and that you still speak like well of them, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're just trying to like process a situation and you're like, I'm really, really frustrated by the situation and like, I know you guys have like experience in this or, um, can speak to this and I need, I need some help processing this. Like, I think that's different Yeah. than... Yeah, just obviously, and I, I've done this, I've seen this so many times, just being like, I need to vent this person, this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, okay, so I've got a lot of thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get them out before they dissipate, because that happens a lot. Um, have you ever seen that video? It's, it's like a skit of um, this husband and wife, and this wife is talking about, like this hard time that she's going through and her husband doesn't listen. And her husband is like, you have a nail stuck in your head. Like I need to just, let me just take it out. And she's like, it's not about the nail. 
It's about the way that you made me feel and all this other stuff. And then it pans out and like she literally just has a nail stuck in her head. And he's like, let me just get it. Like there's no use in having this conversation. The point of the point of the That's skit, a weird video. <laughs> it's it it's funny. It's a comedic video. Okay. But the point the point is just the way that people process things differently. So um in my mind when you're talking about this, yeah, I'm thinking like, okay, what's the point of doing something like that? Well it's to get other people's um advice, right? Because you want to fix the problem. But I recognize that's not always what people are seeking. Yeah. Like they're not always seeking a fix to their th- uh, a solution to their problem. They just simply want to be acknowledged. Mm-hmm. Okay. So those are two different things in and of themselves. Um, and I think we kind of have to be grown ups and recognize what we're actually seeking. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I don't think there's anything wrong. I think this is actually what social media can be helpful in, in asking for, um, advice and guidance and wisdom from other people from other like-minded people you know we're not we're in a lot of christian reform groups and stuff like that like we can go to different groups and and ask yeah their opinion on something because we don't know you know in this certain context what do i apply here um there's and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that in and of itself it can Mm -hmm. certainly turn into gossip but then on the other side, yeah, you have this, yeah, seeking validation, seeking um, just an acknowledgement to feel like you're not alone, you know, that, that, you ha- that someone has your back, even though you're going through a difficult time. And just right off the bat, that seems slightly inappropriate for social media. Um, I, I just feel like you need to do a little bit of, of, for lack of a better term, like soul searching before you post something like yeah. that. Because I don't think there's anything wrong, you know, like if you've gone through a horrible tragedy, I don't think there's anything wrong with asking people for encouragement. Mm-hmm. Like that's totally fine. Yeah. Um, but to do that in such a way where you're, I, I don't know, um, wallowing in it or, or, seeking encouragement is different than just saying, woe is me. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like, I don't think our first step should be to post on social media to try and get a quick fix. Cause that's not gonna help in the long run. Um, in fact, a lot of the time it'll actually hurt. So that, that was the first thought of, that I had is like, you can be seeking different things and you ought to like examine what you're actually trying to do when you post something like that. Be an adult. (laughs) Right. Sorry. I recognize that often when those, you know, the reason those things are posted are because you are full of emotion. So I I recognize that saying, well, think it through um, is difficult in that moment. But I'm just saying from this, from this perspective, when I'm not going through something super difficult, like that's my advice. Um, (laughs) So there's that. The other thing that I wanted to say, oh, and it's leaving me now. What was I going to say? Um, oh, okay. So you talked about the difference between talking about a situation and talking about a person. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, actually, before we go there, let me just say, I think the difficulty about this whole conversation, this whole idea of venting is that it's not specifically addressed in scripture. 
Like the word venting doesn't show up right. in the Bible. So we we have to search for biblical categories, okay? Yeah, and defining it would be helpful, but I think it has a lot of different definitions. Exactly. Which is the problem. Exactly. Um, so, so we need to find where this fits. Is this gossip? Because a lot of venting is just gossip. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally you just want people to talk about someone or something with you so that you can all gang up on this one thing right. and talk about how bad it is. You know, that left column in the picture, that, that is literally just gossip. Right. So that's one of the categories. Um, I think some of the other stuff that we've, we've talked about already is like encouragement. You're seeking encouragement. That's okay. You, um, you know, famous scripture verse like iron sharpens iron, you mm-hmm. know, um, you're seeking wisdom, you're seeking counsel. Those are good things. Um, and those can all take that umbrella term for venting. So that's why I say like we, we ought to do a little bit of like self-evaluation. What am I actually doing right now? Because mm-hmm. I can call it venting, but is that just the cloak that I put over gossip? Right. Or is that um, because actually what I really want is counsel. What mm-hmm. I really want is some wisdom into the situation that I just can't see out of right now because I'm in the thick of it. Right. Um, so I think that's, that's the difficulty, but it's also the thing that we need to step back and do, first of all, to actually talk about what we ought to be doing and how we ought to continue. Um, so that being said, you're talking about the difference between venting about a situation and about a person. Mm-hmm. Um, I, oh, I think it was in a book that I was reading slash listening to a book that I was consuming, um, <laughs> that talked about, <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny. Such a millennial. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but it's it's just weird. It's like, how do I say reading when it's being read to me? <laughs> like I'm a child and it's right before bedtime. A book that was read to me. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh my goodness. That's literally what it is, but it makes me feel like a two-year-old. Uh, yeah, so this book that was read to me about growing up and being an adult. Um, no, it, it talks about um, loving and caring for others and the definition that it gave, um, it was so simple, but I thought it was so profound. It basically said that loving someone is wanting what's best for them in every situation. Mm. Whether that's difficult, like whether that is hard for them to hear, mm-hmm. whether that, you know, so seeking to like cultivate goodness and God's will in that other person's life, is what it means to love and care for someone. So in the situation of talking about someone, which 99% of the time is gossip, mm-hmm. um, I think you ought to, okay, the Bible says to love your enemies and pray for your enemies, right? And this is hard, but when you're talking about, when you want to vent about someone else, you need to love them. Yeah. You need to want what's best for them. So I can conceive of a situation in which you want counsel, right? And so you talk about a situation that you're in with another person. I can conceive of a situation in which you just want to like, am I crazy here? Like, you know, like, yeah, I guess that is seeking counsel, seeking wisdom. 
about, yeah, a situation that you're going through with a certain other person. Um, I think especially on social media, that opens the door to slander Mm -hmm. and gossip. And if you are loving that other person, if you are seeking the best for them, uh, I think you would be quick to like address that. Hey, I was not talking about like this, like this is not my intention and you need to stop talking about this person. Right. Um, So I think it's also taking, um, uh, taking personal responsibility for that situation that you're in. Yeah. And not looking just to to bad mouth, you know, okay, you've been put in a difficult situation and it's probably someone else's fault. Okay, but you also need to recognize what you have done to get there. Like, you can't lay the blame completely on the other person. And if it is all the other person's fault, like, you can seek out counsel for that. Um, but you also need to recognize uh, when that turns into gossip. Right. And like, is this what's best? What we're talking about right now, is this what's best for them? Right? Are, am I being loving to them right now? Even though they're my enemy in this situation, right? Even though they're the bad guy uh, to me right now, like, do I really care about them? Or am I just completely, am I just caring about myself? Mm-hmm. Um, because again, 99% of the time, that's all that conversation is, is yeah. you're just caring about yourself. And it, God said, you know, the greatest commandment is to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second one is like it. It's to love your neighbor, neighbor as, as yourself. yourself. Yeah. So not just seeking your own, not just being self-seeking in that conversation, but loving your neighbor, loving your enemy, <laughs> loving that person that's super difficult to love right now because they've put you in a situation that you're, you're really having a hard time with. Mm-hmm. But if you do love them, you will recognize when other people are not loving them yeah. and are actually you know, bashing them and putting them down. Um, even if there, even if that is a twisted attempt to love you, that is gossip mm-hmm. and slander. Um, and that's something that needs to be repented of. Yeah. So those are my thoughts. It's yeah. really, really hard when like, especially if someone is posting about someone else who, um, is just, saying horrible things mm-hmm. you know yeah like saying things that are untrue yeah. that are even slanderous about someone else um and it it's hard for me to know what to to do on those kind of posts yeah like i tend to just not say anything and just read the comments <laughs> yeah um <laughs> if i'm being completely honest uh-huh. um yeah. Because I don't, like, I see all these comments of people just adding to how this other person is so wrong Mm -hmm. and horrible. Yeah, and this is why. And exactly. And I'm like, okay, I'm I'm glad I know those things now because I don't want to be like listening to this other person if -hmm. they're spouting heresy if they're um have like a super warped view of if i can't trust them you know yeah um 
then I don't want to take part in what they're teaching. Does that make sense? Totally. Um, so I'm, I'm glad for n- knowing these facts about this person, but at what point does it turn into sharing facts about someone to gossiping about them? Yeah. And I think it all has to do with the exact words that you use. Like are mm-hmm. when you're when you're sharing something that this own person has written themselves mm-hmm. that isn't true, that is slander, that is heresy, it's bad, it's wrong, whatever. Whatever adjective you want to use. <laughs> um Are you, yeah, I think it, it goes it goes back to the intent of why you're sharing that mm-hmm. and definitely how you share that. Because scripture says we are supposed to speak out against false teachers. Yes. You know, we should be telling God's people who these wolves are and what they're teaching so that mm-hmm. we can protect the sheep, you know? Yeah. Um, that mean, that also comes down to what is heresy and blah, 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 blah. But mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a different episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's hard for me to be able to tell when it goes from just spouting actual facts about this person and why and why we should stay away from them um and and it moving into like a gossipy Mm -hmm. situation it's hard yeah i mean it's i think often it's the difference between like you said stating facts and uh ad hominem attacks yeah like attacking someone because character exactly exactly because at the end of the day and and i mean if someone has done something to disqualify their character then then i mean yeah you can speak again you can yeah i think like a simple (laughs) like quote screenshot of whatever they said and just like a this is wrong yeah. Well, I mean, is, I'm, I'm thinking in the situation of someone's character, like a, you know, disgraced pastor. I'm thinking, okay, just for an example, Tulian Chavigian. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like he has, he, you know, he hasn't repented. Yeah. That's yeah, very he obvious. Had multiple adulterous affairs while he was a pastor. Okay. And he divorced his wife and, you know, that, that whole thing blew up. He's, he was, he was married no his a mistress. I don't think so. I think he married someone else. I think he married someone totally different because his oh. mistresses were in the church that he was pastoring. I'm pretty sure. Anyways, I'm sorry. Now I'm getting into <laughs> just like the rumor. Mo- so anyways, the facts are that, yeah, he had multiple adulterous relationships. Relationships. Yeah. Um, and then divorced his wife. So someone like that, I don't think stating those facts is wrong to warn you about him. I mean, I'd I'd say, yeah, I would certainly call his character into question. 
while at the same time recognizing, uh, th- now you made a, a very good distinction because you said that he was unrepentant. Um, while at the same time recognizing that a lot of the so-called heroes of the Bible committed heinous sins. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the, you know, the go-to is David, right? And and what he did, especially with the story of Bathsheba and murdering her husband because he had committed adultery with her. Like, that whole thing is just so messed up. Um, you know, I can't imagine a pastor who would do that nowadays. I mean, it's just like, you know, can you imagine the consequences of that? Um, so, but that's also written in scripture, right? Mm-hmm. It's not, that's not gossip. Um, God used it to, to, you know, to, to show us a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. So anyways, uh, don't mean to get off into the weeds. What I mean to say is that I, there is certainly a difference between warning and stating facts and attempting to, uh, to state that you know someone's heart, right? Because we, do, you know, as much we see, we see fruit, right? We see how people live and their actions, and often that implies their heart. Mm-hmm. But um, we also are not the final judge. God is the final judge. Um. So yeah, I mean, we certainly have to be careful. I'm yeah, I'm not. I'm also not saying that it's easy to know like where that line is. Um, but I I do also want to be clear. It's not wrong to to share facts, to share you know quotes that someone has said. Um, you know, to to give your opinion about particular people, you just have to be careful. Yeah. Because I think you should, you know, at least explain what, why, you know, the right. reasoning behind your opinion. I, like if you're doing uh, it because you have some sort of axe to grind against exactly. the person, that's not, then you shouldn't do it. Exactly. Which but is, if you're doing it, sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. But if you're doing it because you are genuinely trying to warn a brother or sister in Christ about someone, yeah, that's. That's perfectly noble. Yeah, I think. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I I think that just I'm reminded of what I said earlier. Uh, the, you know, the second commandment to love your neighbor as yourself. Are you loving even the person you're talking about? Are you loving the person you're talking to mm-hmm. as well? Um, because is sharing this information just going to cause them to start gossiping? Or exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Or just to enrage them Mm -hmm. like yeah you have to think about the other person too just everyone involved like you have to think about their hearts and what this might stir up in them yeah because we are talking about people right not plants (laughs) was that our venting session (laughs) before we started talking about this yeah maybe (laughs) stupid aloe vera (laughs) Always pokes me. I'm just kidding. Aloe vera is actually awesome. <laughs> Thank you, God, for aloe vera. Yes. Okay. Cool. So yeah, I don't know if we actually answered any of those questions that I, mean, I posed maybe. in the beginning. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't even remember what what is <laughs> vent. Yeah, no, I mean, I think I think it's such a vague definition. Well, I say I say that. I mean, yeah, yeah. It it can be put into different categories. Mm-hmm. 
Um, because yeah, like I said at the top, I don't think there's anything necessary. Like it is not, uh, yeah, it, it, there's nothing necessarily wrong with venting in certain situations. Like it can be done in a way that I don't think is wrong. Problem is most of the time it is right. Most of the time. And, and again, I'm not, I'm not pointing the finger at anyone. I recognize this in myself as well. Uh, that most of the time we just want to, you know, we feel bad about someone or something and we want someone else to validate our anger yeah. <laughs> and our frustration, uh, just like that flow chart showed. Um, so most of the time, yeah, it's probably wrong and you need to take a step back and pray. It's the first thing you there need to you do. There you go. <laughs> and ask God to, uh, search your heart, you know, and, and recognize what is going on in your heart mm-hmm. and uh you know and maybe if it's about a person try praying for that person before yeah. you say anything yeah that can be really hard to do yeah <laughs> but it can really no like kidding. change your heart especially mm-hmm. towards that other person so yeah. it's worth it yeah, my guess is that could lead to uh, more conviction as well. <laughs> like the the reason we don't the reason we don't want to do that is because we'll be convicted. Yep. Uh, yeah. And and recognize our own sinfulness because we're stupid. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good stuff. That was a good conversation. I okay. think that was fruitful. Yeah, it was. It. it was a good conversation. <laughs> I didn't know what we were like where this was going to go. So. <laughs> dig it um but so those are some of our thoughts on venting if you have thoughts on venting if you want to vent to us about our venting conversation hey you can do that a plethora of different ways (laughs) you can email us at so talk to me podcast at gmail.com we're on facebook at so talk to me or like it's facebook.com slash so talk to me Uh, no just so talk to me no No, podcast on the end of facebook no it's so talk to me podcast is our handle on instagram and on Twitter, our handle is so underscore talk to me. Are you sure? Yep. Check it out. I guess I don't know how Facebook works. Sorry. Is that what the at at the bottom is? What at? At so talk to me. Or is that like a oh. link to Twitter or something? No, because that would be. People can search for you. Search for at so talk to me to find your page easily. Oh, there yep. See, I don't know how Facebook works. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know that till just now. Oh, okay. I was <laughs> I'm not alone. <laughs> 30 years old before I found that out. <laughs> Anyways, okay. this good stuff. Um, you got any recommendations before we head out? Um, do I? Do I? Do I have any recommendations? Do, you? do I? Do I have any recommendations? No, I can't think of any. Sorry. Okay. I thought if I kept saying that, something would come to my mind, but it didn't happen. So, pass. Okay. I'm kind of surprised because my recommendation, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, yeah, that's my recommendation too. Uh, we've been listening to a band that was popular back in the 90s and 2000s mm, yep. called the Goo Goo Dolls. What? So good. It's Yeah, they are very good. The songwriting is fantastic. And it's weird for me to say because they're like probably the closest the closest to heaven that I'll ever be. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, that's a line from a song by the Goo Goo Dolls. Uh, no, they're probably the closest thing to a guilty pleasure 
band that I have because I like them so much and they are like adult contemporary rock. Yeah. You know, like like they are like radio rock makes it sound like butt rock. They're not butt rock. <laughs> you know, what? they're have you never heard that term before? I've never heard that oh, term. Oh wow. Okay. Wow. I don't care much for <laughs> that's okay. Okay. So <laughs> moving right along yeah they are just straight up like not easy listening but like pop rock just anyone can like this you know if you like melody then you will like this kind of a thing it's just so very much just popular music um but yeah we were talking about this the other day um well we were talking about this because they're coming to austin i mean when you think of like 90s Radio songs. I mean, a Goo Goo Doll song has to be on that list. Yeah, yeah, right up there with what was that other one? "I'll Be" by Edwin McCain, the one song that <laughs> anyone knows him for. Uh, yeah, that and Iris are like you know right next to each other. Although Iris is way better. Um, anyways, <laughs> yeah. So we're actually gonna go see the Goo Goo Dolls next month, and we're super stoked about that. Yeah. Um, Check yeah. that off my bucket list. Yeah. Exactly. So we've been listening to a lot of their stuff and seriously, like the, the the singer's voice is fantastic. The melodies are great. The arrangements are great. It like the songwriting, even cause their last few albums have been very much more like pop. Like they use a lot more production in these albums than their earlier stuff. And so it's kind of annoying, but at the same time, like they're good songs. If that makes sense. It just has the trappings of like pop music, which is kind of like, <laughs> eh, but like the kernel that's there, like, I, Johnny sat down with a guitar and wrote this song, you know, <laughs> like at a piano and he wrote the song and that song is a good song, <laughs> but then it just has the stuff to make it sound like radio music. Uh, anyways, I'm, you know, I, here I am talking about Goo Goo Dolls for like 10 minutes. <laughs> anyways, I recommend the Goo Goo Dolls cause they're just, they're so good. The songwriting is fantastic. So, talk to me. We just did. That's true. I just talked to you for like over an hour. So, wow. We, we done. It. We did it. We made it. 105 episodes in the can. I don't like saying that. <laughs> My boss says that. I was going to say something, of. and then I was like, nope. On the can. What? No, that's not. I was going to say butt can, but that's that doesn't what? make any sense. I don't know. Okay. Because you said butt rock and it was weird. Uh, yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Go talk to your spouse. <laughs>